0: Welcome to another episode of uh Bioluminescence. I'm your host Greg. And today is um today's a tricky one. So uh schedules have been crazy. Uh you know, everyone's scrambling to get the most out of the warm weather that is left for the for the year before we all have to hunker back down for a uh, winter. And uh, on top of all of that, you know, the West Coast is burning down, and hurricanes are coming every other day, and blah, 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 so uh, locking guests down have, has been an interesting struggle. On top of that, um, I had an incredible interview with uh, my good friend Tim Palmieri of uh, The Breakfast and Kung Fu. The other day, we spoke for damn near two hours. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Tim and I toured together a long time ago, and we actually lived together for about three years. And so he's one of my oldest friends, one of my dearest friends. Um, you know, we share a really special connection, and we had the most just fantastic <laughs> conversation and the recording failed. (laughs) So here we are. I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to just wing this one, I guess for a little while. Uh, just talk about some, uh, current events, not worldly current events. Um, uh, that is just too much for me to, to bear right now. Uh, but there are some fun things on the horizon. Um, But, uh, before I get into all of that, I want to start, uh, by just, uh, reflecting on the last episode. Um, it's no secret that Chris Kuroda, um, is a huge inspiration to me, a major reason why I became a lighting designer and, uh you know, as you can probably tell from listening to last, uh, last week's episode, um, he's become a good friend of mine and, uh, it's something that, you know, means a great deal to me to actually be able to call your, your childhood hero a friend. Um, it's, uh, It's a really cool thing, and it's hard to even talk about, but I'm trying to get the words out. (laughs) Um, It it shows that if you put the work in and you do things the right way, now I'm not saying I did things the right way, but if you go at things with the right mindset, um, good things will come back to you. and. Uh, I hope that the youngsters out there that listen to this um can see that you know that like if you know if you if you follow a goal through you know and and do it with a certain amount of integrity, a certain amount of respect for whatever it is that you're trying to achieve um you too can meet your hero. <laughs> so there's my little uh dose of inspiration for the day. Um It was really cool. It's it's nice to be able to uh you know, Chris obviously has a storied storied career when you get to travel with one of the most iconic bands of the of multiple generations at this point. I mean, they've been touring For thirty five years, and Chris has been with him for thirty one of them, and uh, it's um, it's an incredibly rare opportunity in existence. And uh, you know he takes he takes it very seriously. Um he he is still after all these years trying to outdo himself and outdo others, and he's doing a really good job at it. Um, you know, in any tech environment, it's easy to be aged out. I'm already starting to feel it and I'm not even 40 yet. But when I see um the generation behind me and their their comfort in in the technology that surrounds them, where I struggle with it on a daily basis. Hence why I'm doing this episode alone. <laughs> um and uh you know Chris he's got a great team around him that help him, you know, facilitate all of the things that he maybe doesn't understand. And I think, you know, he spoke about this, but collaboration is a very 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 important concept especially in this day and age where there are so many different facets to being a visual artist in the entertainment world. You know, it's one thing to just be a lighting designer, it's another thing to be a content creator for video or an operator or a programmer or this thing or that thing. It's like the the world has exploded in entertainment visual landscape. And I mean, and we're seeing it even more so now during this quarantine, with the the rise of augmented reality, virtual reality. Um, there are people out there doing really, really crazy shit. Um, and again, I don't understand a lot of it, and I don't know how much of it I would ever um, embrace. To be totally frank, I think a big big part of who I am as an artist is the uh, the communal experience. And so to invest in augmented reality or virtual reality or any sort of reality in quotation marks um, that doesn't actually bring people together in a true way, I don't know if it's for me. It's impressive it's cool but is it an art form that um, I want to dive further into probably not the it's it's mere existence kind of goes against what I do all of this for in the first place <laughs> um, you know human connection is an interesting thing and I we as a society are in this kind of uh, turning point, I guess, as to how that really exists. Um, I watched The Social Dilemma the other day, (laughs) and uh, to say it was eye-opening would be an understatement. I've always kind of struggled with uh, with my existence within the social media world. Um, I see what it does to people, whether it's the addiction aspect of just scrolling, 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 just for the sake of scrolling or whatever. The infighting that is just so rampant now, even between friends. And just a general lack of listening, um and it's like and again, you know when you're just sitting on a, on a, on a key you know on a computer or your phone or whatever, uh you control the narrative however you please. You can choose to ignore every line that's laid out in front of you and just bark whatever's on your mind. Um, you can embrace your fellow Facebookers and hear them out and have a conversation. I think we'd be in a much better place if more people you know really took the chance to just hear each other out. Um, but here we are. Um human connection. Is it broken? Is the connection broken? Maybe. It's certainly working in that direction. Um, but I think you know, I think there's hope. I think when 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 documentaries like the Social Dilemma come out, hopefully, they touch enough people, and create some sort of even small ripple throughout the fabric of society, where maybe we can start moving in a, in a better direction. I, for one, am taking the reins on this. I was I was really really moved deeply by by this documentary. There were a handful of aspects to it. That touched me. Um, Some very just, you know, you can't argue statistics. People love to use statistics to back up arguments and opinions, um, and sometimes rightfully so. But, you know, that can be a slippery slope because statistics are just numbers, and the people creating statistics aren't always the most honest. So, but there was there was an interesting aspect to this. Um, and whether or not it is blown out of proportion or not, who's to say? Uh, regardless, from like the year 1980, let's say, I, I don't remember exactly what their whole time frame was. Um, but from the, let's just say from the year 1980 to 2010, uh, both teen and even pre-teen depression and suicide, we're at a fairly steady, just flat rate. You know, whatever the number was, it was. It's just, you know, there are a small percentage of um, unfortunate people out there that just, you know, it happens. Um, But there is a direct link in 2000, it's like 2010, 2011, when Facebook became available on iPhones and you saw a massive rise between 2011 to today in both suicide and depression rates in children, teenagers um so let's just i mean let's just look at that for what it is if for f- 30 40 years there was no big influx in these in, the, in this issue, but then all of a sudden one very landmark thing happens and we see how it's affecting the, the youth of America, that's a problem. That is a very big problem. And then obviously um, we're bearing witness to the furthering dissent in Uh, partisan politics, and the middle almost doesn't exist anymore, (laughs) Uh, and that's really sad because I think there are positives and negatives to both sides of the argument, and I think more people, for a long time, a lot of this country landed somewhere in the middle. I would consider most people, even most of my friends to some regard, moderate. You know, yes, the conservatives have good values. And yes, they have good ideas on how to run the economy. And yes, liberals care about the environment and want to give everybody things, you know, certain just standards of living. And somewhere in the middle is, you know, where we should be. And as we've, as, as, the country splits further and further to the right and the left, we're just going to continue to see these problems that are that are in front of us. Um, and one of the really interesting things that the documentary spoke about was how these algorithms that they use um, to dictate kind of what your experience is Um, are so proficient now that they are perpetuating your own bias and that's an issue because if how can you hear the other side out if you are just inundated with the same rhetoric that you already believe and so you see both sides staunchly so for their thing and unable to hear out the other side and social media is a is has a big responsibility here because the more that you are spoon-fed your own ideals you're never going to be accepting to new ideas um and it's creating a closed-mindedness that is very, very destructive. Um, and so with all of that, I've decided I'm going to step away from social media. Um, I know this is kind of like a weird thing to just like declare, but um I think it's important. I think I think the damage has been done, and I think more of us um need to take a stand on this I know it's gonna you know I know it's gonna be hard to you know break yourself away from whatever you know for me the biggest thing that I get out of social media is a connection to other artists in my communities um, whether it's the the analog video world or the lighting world or um, or even just the music world you know in general um, social media has been a massive tool for me to, Learn about new artists, connect with those artists, connect with old friends and old, you know. But there are other ways to do it, um, and I think there the good or the bad outweighs the good uh, in this climate when it comes to social media. And so I am willing to sacrifice those things to uh, to alleviate all of the negatives that come with it. Um, I'll still have like an Instagram account and like the business accounts. i I've actually hired a social media manager (laughs) to help me. So then that way, you know, as I work on projects, you know, we can still get that kind of stuff out there. Um, but I just think personally speaking, I just, I just, I can't. And I also find myself, I find myself in those like feedback loops where it's just like, I'll have been on Facebook for an hour and what the, like, what the hell have I just done? Like, where did the time go? What have I accomplished? Absolutely nothing. And uh, that's scary when you can just, you know, it's one thing to like maybe turn the TV on or whatever, but like when you just like fall into that that black hole and you're just, it's, I don't know, I just don't need it in my life. And I bet you there's a lot of you out there who don't as well and would love to just, you know, break it off because I think too, because of the way that we are sort of programmed now it's an all or nothing kind of existence. Like I don't know at least in the short term if I could just be like, I'll only go on for 10 minutes a day. Like it's a, it's a drug in a sense, you know, it is scientifically proven that it, 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 you know, triggers dopamine releases in your brain. So in, in essence, it is a drug. And, uh, I think this 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 drug you got to go cold turkey. So that's what what that's what I'm doing and I hope maybe a few of you will join me in that crusade. <laughs> and uh with that I you know I'm going to I, I'm going to experiment with a couple of different things um to keep my connection to the world. Uh I was talk we I was talking about this with some friends and uh we were joking that it would be funny to like maybe do like an old school hotline, we'll call it the shark line, just sure, <laughs> and you know, call me, leave me messages, or maybe, who knows, maybe I'll actually pick up the phone, um, so I'm going to probably set up some kind of like Google Voice thing or something like that, we'll we'll set up the shark line, and uh, you know, some of you Pretty Lights fans out there especially, you know, who uh, who I keep in brief contact with, this will be fun and uh who knows you know maybe maybe we can create a segment here on the podcast you know where people can call in and leave messages or or call in live or something if i can ever get on a solid schedule um we'll turn this thing into a real radio show who knows i don't know um but you know cuz i do i do enjoy engaging with with the fan base and uh i will miss that um And we'll find new ways to do it, you know, and once obviously quarantine is over, we'll just get back to seeing each other at shows and everything will be just fine. Um, But yeah, social media is the devil and it's time to kick the devil to the curb. Yeah. So now, on a more positive note, and a more um, exciting note, I'm very happy to announce that uh, starting October 2nd, I will be running a series of drive-in concerts down at the Atlanta Motor Speedway, Um, the series... Tentatively speaking, will run from October 2nd until, if all things go well, and according to plan, November 15th. So it'll be six or seven weeks, whatever that is. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be lots of artists to be announced. Um, so far, we've announced Mount Joy on October 2nd, Adventure Club, and Wulai on October 3rd and we got a two-nighter with uh our old friends Umphreys McGee October 9th and 10th. Um it's going to be fun. It's going to be big. Uh we're trying to bring a real production quality and a real, you know, vibe to these shows. Um so much so that I've been getting yelled at for spending too much money, but that's <laughs> we'll make it work everything's good um it's gonna be great but I you know there's a lot of there's a lot of concerns that come with doing any gatherings in this climate um you know there's going to be um a very very strict mask policy and you know and no nonsense policy basically <laughs> you know and And obviously one of the major concerns, you know, this is a drive-in experience. You drive your car into a big old field and you've got a little area for you and your four or five friends to dance with. Um, But after the show's over, you got to drive your car home. Um, You know, so it can only be said a million times that, you know, please... When you go to any of these, you know, because we're starting to see them pop up more and more throughout the country, you know, please make sure that one of those people in that car is the designated driver. Um, You know, it's not like a normal concert where you can just hop in an Uber. Uh, You got a car there. You're responsible for that car. Be responsible. Um, Because all it takes, all it takes is one really bad situation and all of this goes away. Um, you know, there's already been a few mishaps as far as just like the mask policies or the social distancing policies. Um, I don't want to go into, you know, there's no reason to go into details. We've all seen it on, on social media or on the news. <laughs> um, and you know, unfortunately one bad apple ruins the bunch. Um, you know, so it's just, you know, when, we, when, 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 you know, we make these um, sort of like FAQs, like on the ticketing pages and stuff like that. Please, you know, be thorough when you read them. And it's not to like ruin your vibe. It's to make sure that you have a vibe to enjoy. Um, you know, we, you know th- we're enforcing rules that are uh, brought down to us from our local governments. And, you know, they're there for a good reason. They're there to keep people safe. They're there to um, try to you know mitigate all of the you know craziness that is going on here. So take this stuff seriously. you know we've tried to we've tried to create an environment where you can have as much fun as you want to have um, but there are just some caveats to that and I'll tell you right now, you know I haven't done a concert an actual concert for an audience in like seven or eight months because I don't know when the sh- last time I had done a show before the quarantine actually happened. I maybe did one or two in like January. I don't even know. Um, but after, you know, 18, 19 years of doing this, to go that long without doing a show is absolute torture. And I am ready to go back to work. Um, and we just have to you know we just have to play by the rules if we play by the rules we can start to really prove to people that there are ways to do this successfully and safely um so that is my uh that is my cry to the world to respect when you know when somebody tells you to put your mask on put it on you know if you know if you're in a place you're not supposed to be in like you know just just you know just keep it together because the actions of one will affect the many so enough preaching on that but anyway if you're bored and you want to see some good music and maybe see me run lights you know some of these guys will have their own lds some of them will just you know they won't bring them that is still tbd um if you want to just say hi I'll be there for every show except for the on-pre shows. I'm getting married that weekend. <laughs> so, um Atlanta Motor Speedway, it's just south of the city of Atlanta. It's going to be fun. And uh hopefully, hopefully after, you know, after this fall, you know, obviously the winter time sucks for music anyway, so it's like, you know, most of us are pretty much conditioned to take December and January off other than New Year's so hopefully you know if we get this you know into you know this will get us through Thanksgiving take a couple of months to reassess for next year and then hopefully before you know it we can start to maybe get really creative come springtime I know that's you know that's a big kind of landmark time I think I think you know, if those of us out there that are trying to put on these concerts now, um, if we can do this successfully, show that it works, show that it can be, you know, economically sustainable. Because uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, man, it's expensive to 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 put all the all the pieces together to make these things work. Um, but we're getting creative and uh i think you know once we get this first round under our belt hopefully come springtime we can really do this in a really special and big way um and then i mean who knows you know hopefully by then this shit will be behind us you know, just there's no telling um but yeah i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to live music again it's been way too long and uh and i know I know you guys are, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, anyway, you know, I just wanted to get I wanted to get some things out there before, you know, we uh, I've got a few more episodes left in me this season uh, before I take a little break. Um, due to the like I said, I'm getting married in a couple of weeks and then I've got these drive ins. I'm I'm going to try to try to hopefully maybe link up with some of the artists and maybe we can do some actual live interviews, you know, backstage or whatever. We'll see how that all plays out. Um, but yeah, I'll probably, you know, I know it's been a little haphazard as of late, but like I said, scheduling has been tough. It's a weird thing, this whole quarantine existence, because, uh, even though life is usually a lot of like, come and go, come and go, come and go, there's like a weird sort of structure to it all. It all just kind of, you get into a groove. If there's one thing I can say about, about quarantine life is that there is zero consistency. There's zero structure. And so from one day to the next, a great example of this is like, uh, two days ago, I was up until three in the morning working. And then I woke up at I don't know eight a m or nine a m and then worked all day and then went to bed at like eleven and then the next day I might sleep until noon and I'm in this place and then I'm in that place, and it's just all over the place and and uh it's hard it's hard to get get momentum when you're just constantly it's like I feel like a pinball just being bounced around all the time and it's uh it's it's been tricky, so I'm trying. I'm trying to uh get get the base of this whole podcast project together finally where I can really just start you know getting episodes out there getting them out consistently um but I'm doing it all on my own you know I'm not part of one of those networks so I don't have people helping book artists or this thing or that thing and there's nobody you know advertising or anything like that uh this is just honestly this is the single great thing that has come out of out of this quarantine for me. I really truly love doing this and I want to keep doing it and I want to do it well and I want to do it consistently. Um, so bear with me while I work things out, you know, while I figure out some of the technical deficiencies, I know some of the episodes have been a little quiet. Um, I'm a like, I, not a sound guy. just say that. (laughs) Um, but I'm getting better and I promise you, you will be able to hear me on this one because there's no zoom bullshit to fight with. Um, and yeah, so please keep listening. Please, you know, subscribe if you haven't and do all those things and leave comments. And I'm going to, you know, if if people start asking questions in the comment page, like on Apple Podcasts or anything like that, I will very gladly respond to those. Uh, again, stay tuned for um, the hotline, the shark line. It's a real thing. It's going to be a real thing. Um. Let's have some fun, guys. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Until next time.